celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program as we begin another racing week covering the great sport of kings and sports betting as well, Las Vegas style. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, at our studio station's home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM. This is Race Day Las Vegas. We welcome you to the show. We also welcome all of our listeners worldwide on the many different streaming that we have, you know, that streaming stuff. <laughs> Our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. We're streaming there. Your devices, your iPhones, Androids. We got the KSHP radio station app. You go to your app store, put it on your phone, and you can hear us now, 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 now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So welcome, however, wherever, whenever. To the race day show. Hey, we're ramping it up for another great week covering both uh, sports and horses. Of course, you know, uh, the March Madness is almost over now. It gets really crazy on Saturday with the four teams, the final four, going to play off for the championship game that will be on Monday. And our man, Rich Ang, has been hitting it out of the ballpark with his predictions. We're going to get him on the show a little bit later on to recap and enjoy. And then, of course, we got the uh, derby prep races coming up. I mean, the big derby prep races over the weekend started banging with 100 points for the leaderboard for the Kentucky Derby. Now 38 days away. And uh, it's it's going to get even better this week. This week, derby prep races that yield 100 qualifying points on the leaderboard for the Kentucky Derby for the rights to get a stall in the starting gate for the Kentucky Derby. 100-point getters. Florida Derby at Gulfstream Park. Arkansas Derby at Oaklawn Park. They're two biggies this weekend. And then following that, That's this coming Saturday, April 1st, no fooling. Then the Saturday after that, on the 8th of April, you'll have the Wood Memorial at Aqueduct, the Bluegrass at Keeneland, first weekend opening at Keeneland, they'll have the Bluegrass, and the Santa Anita Derby. Four, five races total, five of them, with 100-point getters. Right, we have five different winners that'll take up the first five positions or so, at least in the top 10 of the 20 qualifying stalls for the Kentucky Derby. That's how important these next two weekends are. Not to leave the Phillies out, the Kentucky Oaks, the 100 qualifying point getters for the Kentucky Oaks features this weekend's Gulfstream Park Oaks, the Santa Anita Oaks, and the Fantasy. 
at Oaklawn. And of course, the Ashland at Keeneland and the Gazelle at Aqueduct coming up on the 7th of April. So we're starting to heat up now. 38 days, 8 hours, 32 minutes and 5 seconds and counting until the Kentucky Derby. Now we want to also remind you <clears throat> that we have the Kentucky Derby Seminar coming up at the South Point, the annual Kentucky Derby Seminar at the South Point in the Grandview Lounge, which is adjacent to the race book. So you can sit down in where they, you know, and have entertainment. It's a lounge setting. So you can sit down, nice tables, relax and all that. And on stage for the seminar will be the in-house handicapper, John Lindo. And Jonathan Hardoon is going to join us from the East Coast. And I will air traffic control the two handicappers. Talking about the Derby and, of course, any of the big supporting races coming up. That'll be the night of the Kentucky Oaks. All right. It'll be Friday, May the 5th. As soon as the Kentucky Oaks card is over around 6 o'clock, we'll start in the Grandview Lounge with the Kentucky Derby Seminar. And that will only be the start. Well, actually, Kentucky Oaks card will be the start early in the day. Next day, Kentucky Derby Day, they're going to whip open the ballroom, the big ballroom upstairs. Big, huge, big, huge screens. The screens they used for the uh, March Madness. Big viewing screens betting windows and all that, to enjoy the Kentucky Derby and Kentucky Derby Day there, free of charge. Seminar, free of charge. Parking, free of charge. Just come on down. They love horse players. That's to simply put, at the South Point, they love horse players. Okay? So mark that on your calendar. Make sure you join us. We'll have some fun, some good stuff. Maybe a little trivia, too. See if you can stump the handicappers. All right, so we had uh, racing on Monday at Santa Anita, as you know. And so you had, um, here's how the races rolled out, 526 even, 325 even, 460. You, have a, you had an 1180 winner, a $6 winner. <laughs> and then you had a $93 winner, 93.60 in the sixth race, Santa Anita. That, of course, was was right in the middle of the pick six, the late pick five, late pick four. It started out the late pick three. And if not for that big bomber that went gate to wire, by the way, in the uh, sixth race on the turf at a mile, it had been a lot uh, close to the best stuff all day long. But because of that, you had the pick six to pay $2,913.18. You had the late pick five to pay $5,103.40. The late pick four paid twenty two thirty three and a nickel. And uh, on the day, leading jockey Juan Hernandez won three of the first five races. Flavian Pratt checked in with a couple of races. And then Hernandez came back to win the eighth race to have four, winning four half of the eight races at Santa Anita on Monday. Trainer John Sadler had a double as well. That was the makeup day for Friday. So uh, on Sunday at Santa Anita, you know, the Angels flight won by Fast and Shiny, Abel Cedillo aboard 1720, outrunning Tina L. Ella and uh, Manhattan Jungle. Jonathan Hardoon came with a winner in the last race, won the last race there for us. Ramon Vasquez had uh, three wins on the day Sunday. Bob Baffert, of course, was the trainer of the winner of the stakes race. That on Sunday. Did I say Saturday? That's Sunday. Sunday. Get confused with Monday racing, you know. Sunday at Aqueduct. Jerry J. had a reverse play that won. Exacta paid twelve seventy for a buck. The fifty cent trifecta paid forty dollars thirty seven cents. Ten cents super paid seventy eight dollars and fifty cents with the link ups in the reverse action at Aqueduct for Jerry J on Sunday. That pick six with carryover paid six thousand one ninety three fifty. And of course, Sunland Park off of uh, last weekend on Sunday was the day that uh, they were handing out Kentucky Oaks and Kentucky Derby points fifty each. 
the Sunland Oaks, Sunland Park Oaks won by Flying Connection. Todd Fincher, not Pletcher, Todd Fincher, the trainer there, 460. Outrunning Love Tank and Don't Get Pickled. And in the uh, Sunland uh, Derby, Fort Bragg was scratched. Baffert Horse didn't make it. He's going to run, I think, this weekend. Fort Bragg scratched. And in the race, the two favorites battled themselves to submission. Henry Q and Hard to Figure, Pratt and Maldonado, matched up early and just went head-to-head in dueling around the racetrack in 45.96 for the half, 110.64 for the three-quarters, and they cooked themselves. This absolutely cooked themselves. And so, lo and behold, they set the table for a big long shot. They got up in the final jumps to win. Wild on Ice, trained by Joel Marr, ridden by Ken Tohill, the longest shot on the board, swept by and won the race and paid 72.80. Low expectations, and Henry uh, uh, picked up the pieces for second, and Henry Q won the meltdown. He finished third over Hard to Figure, who was up the track. Wild on Ice, before winning the Sunland Derby, lost his last two races by a total of over 45 lengths. But that wa- that's what a, uh, a meltdown of two favorites on the, on the lead does. So we'll wait and see what happens there. All right. Uh, temperatures today, now about 19 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time here in Las Vegas, looking out the window of the studio. Overcast, no rain expected, though, just overcast. 59 degrees right now, not bad, 59 degrees, and we're going to get up to 66, which means there's only going to be a 7-degree span between the low right now and the high for the day. So that's what you're looking at here in Las Vegas. Now around the country... You got more of the that that rain and snow weather that's been hitting California. More coming. Snow going to be up from central and northern California. Rain might be uh, scattered in on southern California and northern Nevada. We got snow, but most of that stuff's missing us right now. Idaho's got snow. You got stuff going on in the Great Lakes uh, area. And a lot of action going on in the eastern part of Texas. Up and down to Atlantic Coast is clear, though. And the Gulf Coast on the Florida shore is clear, which is good news for today at Gulfstream, etc. Right? All right. So your temperatures? Yeah. 54 New York. 83 Miami. 41 Chicago. 59 in L.A. So all in all, not too shabby. All right. Big weekend coming up. Uh, news out of Oaklawn Park. We were talking about how Christian Torres was uh, really riding good there. I mean, he's really, a, I guess he's the leading rider right there right now. He's the leading jockey, Christian Torres. And when Oaklawn wraps up, remember, they wrap up a couple of weeks, I think, after this, uh, the, uh, this weekend's uh, Arkansas Derby. But when they wrap up that meet, uh, he's going to go on and he will be based out of Churchill Downs for the first time in his career following the close of the local season at uh, Oakland. So he's moving up. Uh, The winter meet concluded at Aqueduct. Meet all source handle declines despite racing two more dates than a year ago. Yeah. It declined a little down 4.4% at Aqueduct. But uh, Santa Anita, uh, they are expecting some rain, they think, on uh, was Tuesday and today. So we'll wait and see what's going on there. John Lendo is going to give us a, uh, a weekend look at what's going on and tell us what's happening. And I, as I said, we'll have Rich Ang here for uh, March Madness. Tommy Massis is going to stop by. Jonathan Hardoon is hanging on. And we got your racing menu yet to go. So what are we going to do? We're going to go to our first break. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. We'll come back and give you the leaderboards for both the Kentucky Derby and Kentucky Oaks before 
this weekend's More Points Weekend. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right back on race day las vegas so we're going to get to the menu in in, uh, just a moment but i want to remind everybody out there that uh, you know we got those uh, derby prep races we got got to ask uh, john uh, hardoon what uh, what happened to instant coffee over the weekend in the uh, louisiana derby and uh, of course um we got uh, a lot of good stuff happening for horse racing etc and i gotta ask of course john lendo about the new now there's another new stream of rules qualifying rules and all that stuff that heis has put into place that's going to start this week so that ought to be real interesting so we'll get uh, john lendo on that and all that other good stuff. So without any further ado, let's go to the menu of racetracks available today. In the Racebook Simulcast Centers and Racetracks around the country, reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, listening to us at Sports Talk 1400 AM, these will be the first post times to roll out in our racebooks because we are in the Pacific time zone. Yes, we are. Okay? Now, if you're listening on uh, the websites, on the apps, on the podcasting, or just simply put however, wherever, whenever, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, man, you got to adjust the Pacific time zone, because I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? Here, then, is the menu of racetracks available today, if you are ready. Simply put, are you, are you, are you? Okay, here we go. We begin with Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 9.20. 9.20 today at Tampa Bay. Pick six jackpot carry over there, $11,200. Mahoying Valley Racecourse is next. Their pick six jackpot carry over, $91,570. And they have eight races first post time, 9.35. Next is Parks Racing. What's up with Parks? Well, Parks Racing has those two pick five jackpot carryovers. One is $192,738. The other one's $174,059. <laughs> yeah, I got your attention, didn't I? Those two separate pick fives today with six-figure carryovers. It's a jackpot, though. Ten races, Parks. First post time, 940. Then we get to Gulfstream Park. The Pick 6 Jackpot Carryover at Gulfstream Park, $669,349. That's the cash in there. If you happen to be the only winner in the jackpot today, how about seven hundred fifty grand? Eight races, Gulfstream, first post time, 940. Turf Paradise has 11 races today. Because the first five are quarter horse races, and the first three of those are quarter horse trials for three-year-olds at 350 yards. 
races 6 through 11 are thoroughbred. So you got 11 races today at Turf Paradise, a pick six jackpot carryover of 88933 bucks, and a first post time of 11.55. Then we get to Penn National. Penn National is going to wrap it up for us today. Short menu today. Penn National has a first post time of 3 p.m. for seven races, and their super high five jackpot carryover, 18800 and uh, $89. All right? And that's the menu of racetracks available today in the race books and around the country. All righty. Now, let's get to Jonathan Hardoon. The first question I'm going to ask Jonathan is, uh, Jonathan, did you, do, did you find out what happened to Instant Coffee in the Louis Derby? Well, he came out of the race fine. The problem is that uh, Saturday mm-hmm. at Fairgrounds, the track was certainly playing towards speed. It turned up to be a paceless race. They yep. went almost 25 and 50 to the half. So uh, he was done after that. He had no pace to close into. He's in trouble now because he drops to number 16 on the uh, derby list to get in as far as points are concerned. And they have four or five uh, hundred pointers coming up. So he needs all the horses in front of him <laughs> to win those races or he's not going to get in the derby. Well, here's the deal. And uh, it's funny because two weeks ago he looked pretty good to get in the derby. He was number three on the list. Yeah. All he had to do was hit the board on Saturday and boom. Yeah. That's yeah. the way the game goes. Yeah. No question about that. Look, you got the uh you got the um the Florida Derby and the um Arkansas Derby with 100 points this weekend. Following weekend, you've got the Wood Memorial, the Bluegrass, and the San Anita Derby, all with 100 points as well. So that alone would be five in front if right. there if there are new horses winning it. Now, right at the top, at the top of the leaderboard right now with the points is two fills, the winner of the uh, race at uh, Turf Turfway Park, the uh, Jeff Ruby Stakes. Two fills is at the top at 123. Derma yeah, by the way, Ralph, by the way, Ralph, that's a ridiculous race to give 100 points to. It's a synthetic race. Why yeah. don't they make a turf race a 100-point race? It makes no sense. All right. Well, but, well you know why. <laughs> yeah, because Jack Ruby sponsors the stakes. So. No, no. It's not that because of the sponsorships. because the Churchill Downs. No, because the now, owner of Turfway is Churchill. Correct. Churchill Downs owns it, right. and so that's why it's there. So two fills is at the top yeah. at 123. Derma Sogati, or Soto Gatti, uh, the horse that won the UAE Derby that you liked, by the way. And we can- spoke about him. That's the horse out of uh, Mind Your Biscuits that, that won. And he's coming. Yeah, I know. I know. We already did that. King's Barnes, the, uh, King's Barnes, the horse that uh, uh, walked the dog under Flavian Pratt and won the Louisiana Derby is also uh, with 100 points. Then you got Forte that's going to go this weekend in uh, the Florida Derby. Hopefully you get him to win that race because he's already got 90. Practical Moves got 60. Confidence Games got 57. Angel of Empire and Ray's Kane both have 54. Tappet Trice has 50, and Jace's Road has 45, and that that wraps up the uh, top 10 there. So uh, all you need to do is get a couple of those horses in front of you to, to add to the points because they're already in front of you. Exactly. By the way, back to that Sunland Derby. Yes. The Wild and Ice one. That was a great story. Ken Tohill, who's 60 years old, who's rode in, Southern, in Northern California for years, uh-huh. he has 4,091 wins. This was his first graded stakes win. Yeah. At the age of 60, and career win number 49, 4,093 or something. So yeah. that's a nice story. It certainly is. And we remember Kenny Toho when he was riding in Northern California when Bay Meadows was uh, still there. So, yeah, yeah, he, he's got a shot now, and that's that's all good. And, uh, you know, we, we wish him well with that horse. It was all. ridiculous what, what Pratt and, uh, and Maldonado, Maldonado did. I mean, you know, these are Southern California top-notch jockeys, and they go there and they just – they destroy each other. What was the point? What did they tell the trainers and owners after the race when they got off the horses? Well, I mean, the, the normal excuse is the horse got away from them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, what if it's a, you know, if a jockey made that. Oh, the horse got away. I couldn't get him back. Couldn't get him back. Yeah. Anyhow, so the Kentucky, mm-hmm. the Kentucky Oaks, by the way, 
Pretty mischievous is 103 points. Southland with 100. The one, uh, the the race down at uh, at uh, the what the the Fairgrounds Oaks. She was the winner there. She got 100. Right. Wet paint and botanical got 70. Botanical was in action over the weekend. Uh, the alley's look is 54. Flying connection. Darth uh, Darth Vader, Mimi Kakushi, and Shida Buhudu. <laughs> Love these Japanese names. They're all at fifty. You're doing good. They're all at fifty. They're all at fifty. And a couple of uh, fillies that uh, had high hopes from people. Wonder Wheel is sitting tenth with forty-eight, and Who's Your Philly is sitting eleventh with forty-five. So we'll wait and say how that shakes out for the Kentucky Oaks. But there, there are Kentucky Oaks points up for grabs too over the weekend. Well, so. Who's Your Philly certainly not the same horse she is as a three-year-old that she was a two-year-old because as a two-year-old she was undefeated. She was highly regarded. And then they gave her time off. She came back as a three-year-old. She yeah. had an excuse in her first race. She had some trouble in that race, but Not zero in- excuse for Saturday. She made the lead. Yeah. She was uh, lonely all by herself, and she backed up. I think she even finished last. She did. So that's and, and you're right. Disappointment. She had no excuse in that one whatsoever. She had it, uh, she had it set up for herself, and, and she just didn't deliver. That's all. So it's, but it's going to be exciting. Because uh, now you know, I mean, we're we're counting down. Uh, it's thirty eight days, and yeah. uh, in in thirty seven days, you'll be with uh, me and John Lindo doing a <laughs> seminar at the uh, South Point, trying to figure it all out. By then, we ought to have a, at least a better idea what's going on. <laughs> I would assume. All right, so you know, you know me, and I hate favorites. But right now, if you ask me who I thought would win the Kentucky Derby today, I'd have to go for Forte. He's done nothing wrong, and he's a he's a, a specimen when you see him on the racetrack. Yeah, he's heads and and he's really heads and shoulders above the rest of them. It's it's Forte, and then the rest of them because the rest of them you can really throw a blanket over. They're basically all the same horses. Even the horse that has the most points, the uh, Twin Fields, or whoever won that. Uh, that race at uh, Turfway's um, instant coffee beat that horse already twice, and that's this horse now has over a hundred points for winning on the uh, synthetic. So yes, you can throw a blanket over the rest of them, and Forte is is above them all. However, a lot could go wrong, unfortunately, for everybody in this game with thirty eight days to go. Yeah, the horse that you're blanking on again is Two Fills, who happens to be the leader. Yes, in the, thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll move on. That's for sure. Uh, we've got, uh, by the way, uh, you know, Sunland had a, a heck of a day on, uh, Sunday, uh, with the, all of their big races and they left a lot of money on the table because when they resumed racing, the pick 50 cent pick five paid 102,990, the 50 cent pick four paid 5,962 and the pick three covering those races for 50 cents paid $2,752. Tencent Superfecta paid two thousand five eleven. They swept all, and a trifecta. Wow. The dollar trifecta paid nine oh seven. They swept. Uh, they they swept the top payoffs and everything, but a but a pick six jackpot. Amazing. It's pretty good. All right. So uh, now we look at uh, some of the fields uh, for uh, this weekend. You have any thoughts before uh, you know? No, it's only Wednesday. Oh well, I mean, I'm still recuperating from last week. But they, but they did <laughs> this all is not get even day. All right, they, but they did already draw for the Florida and Arkansas Derby. Yeah. Now the Florida Derby got twelve, and the key thing about the Florida Derby getting twelve is Forte, uh, the four to five favorite on the morning line, got post eleven. In this mile and one-eighth race, and we know where the starting gate is and how quick the first turn comes up, up at a mile and one-eighth at Gulfstream. Now, uh, the horse that you liked uh, last weekend, Fort Bragg, got scratched. He's going in the Florida Derby as well, I think. And he's got post Yeah, 10. but I liked him in the Sunland Derby, not not against Fort I, I understand. I'm, what I'm saying is he, he, he opted for the Florida Derby to take on Forte. But, uh, you know, Forte, you know, that's going to be uh, what Big Brown was the last one that won from outside, didn't he, in the Florida Derby? I think so. Uh, and you're right. It's, it's, it's a tough post to win from. If you remember last year, Pletcher had a horse also that drew outside and they ended up scratching him 
There's no way I can remember the horse's name, but he was one of the favorites because he drew the extreme outside post that day. So. All right, so you got 11. It's going to be interesting. You have 11 yeah. going at a mile and one-eighth, which is a more typical uh, circumference at Ar- Arkansas Derby at Oaklawn Park. That race's purse is $1,250,000. So whether you want to go anywhere else or not, who cares? I mean, look at the purse in that race. My goodness. And, yeah, and if you remember, Cyberknife won that race last year to get in the Derby. Yeah. Uh, he needed the points, and he won the Arkansas Derby. That, that propelled him in, you know, into the Derby. So these races are important, and they're certainly important to horses that don't have enough points, which is obvious. But uh, it's really great racing, and now's when it's time to cook it up. All the big boy trainers, Steve Wayne Lucas, the Cowboys got one in there, Kenny McPeak, Steve Asmussen got a couple. Robertino Diodoro. It's going to be represented. Yeah, and Brad Cox, uh, he's got what? He's got uh, two in there or just one? He's got only one in there, and that is Angel of Empire, which will probably be the favorite in the race. Probably. All right, so you don't want to, you're just uh, formulating what you might do over the weekend. And we got uh, Wednesday, yeah, uh, we got Thursday, Thursday and Friday, Friday show. Thursday and Friday, we discussed those. Races. Okay, well, let's do this then. Let's uh, build some cash for today. You gave us a nice winner. <laughs> Uh, over the weekend, uh, let's get another winner, a uh, couple of winners today. Where are we going? Okay, we're going to go to Gulfstream and Tampa. And by the way, people that are playing Gulfstream, they are off the turf, and those races will move to the uh, Tapita track. No, oh, how? But that doesn't matter for us because our race was going to be on Tapita to begin with, and it's the third race today, Ralph. Field at seven, and I like the number four horse in here. Let freedom reign. So it's run a big figure, two and three starts back at Gulfstream. Our races that came off the turf and switched to PETA. Mm-hmm. Brought his last race on the grass. She didn't lift a hoof. Back on PETA today, Louis Sires aboard to ride. She's listed at six to one on the morning line. I like number four, Let Freedom Rain to win today's third race at Gulf Stream Park. Luis Saez aboard the four. Let freedom reign in the third race at Gulfstream. The four horse is Jonathan's play. Reminder, folks, that there were only two races scheduled for the turf. Today at Gulfstream, they will both move to the synthetic surface, the fourth and eighth races on the card. Jonathan in the third race likes the four. And at Tampa Bay? We're going to go to the sixth race, and there's an interesting horse here, number two, figure ready. Uh, this is a five-year-old that spent the summer at Del Mar. He was at San Anita. The last three races are run at Delta Downs. Uh, Amador Sanchez is the trainer, and he does a terrific job wherever he goes. Ships his horse into uh, Tampa. The horse is listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. Jose Batista board to ride. Number two, figure ready. Upsets and wins today. Sixth race out of Tampa Bay Downs. All right, sixth race at Tampa Bay, the two-horse, Figaretti. The two in the sixth race is Jonathan Hardoon's play at 8-1 to one on the morning line. In the sixth race at Tampa Bay, the two-horse. Don't forget, Jonathan has full sheets, full handicapping for all the races, both at Gulfstream and at Tampa Bay today. And, Jonathan, we will let you get started with the, your assessments of the weekend races, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right, you got it, my man. Now, I believe this is Tommy Masses. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. Hiya, Tommy. Well, it's a big week coming up there at Gulfstream Park with the uh, the Florida Derby coming up and Forte drawing post eleven. That's going to be a, a task. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it matters at all when you look at the field. There's uh-huh. so much sprinters in there, and this horse comes off the pace. So I, I don't think even if he had like a real good position. I'm not saying eleven's good. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that straight, uh-huh. but. He's gonna he's gonna drop back. You know, you look at the form. There's all these six furlong horses. It looks like Safi Joseph's entering three rabbits to help Forte, and and it's gonna set up for a closer anyway. I wanted to bet against this horse. I'm not a huge fan of this horse, but I can't. He's gonna get such a perfect setup, and you know, now if, if Mage had the eleven hole, then that that's a problem for a horse like that that wants to be right out there. Uh huh. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll wait and see. That's for sure. And uh, that comes up with a host of big stakes races on uh, Saturday at Gulfstream. But right now, we're looking at Gulfstream to put some uh, build a little bankroll for the weekend and uh, a little dinner money for tonight. So uh, before I get your picks, uh, who's hot? Who's not at Gulfstream? Well, 
I, I don't know. It, it, that, this track, man, <laughs> trying to keep track of, you know, you bet, you bet Irat, you bet against Irat. He can't lose. You start betting on the brothers. They don't win. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to set my mind into anything like that. Uh-huh. Stats are, you know, stats change. Everything changes. So uh, that's not my type of game is to follow the trends. I'm actually the type of guy to go against the trend. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's root out some winners. All right, race number one. Mm-hmm. Number five, I found it dropping down. Looks like he's going to be low on speed in here. So I'm going to start to pick five with number five. I found it. All right. In the first race, first race post time, Pacific time is 940. You still have time after we get off the air. In the first race, number five, I found it. We hope he finds the winner circle for us in the first race. That'll start out the early pick five as well. In the first race, the five. And? We're going to end the pick five, race number five, with number three, Bouncer. You know, number five, Rock and Roller, or sorry, uh, number four, Roll On Big Joe. Uh-huh. He's run some big numbers, but, you know, he, he he started running. He runs those big numbers getting loose on the lead, running a mile, seven furlongs. He's cutting back to six. There's a lot of speed in here. I really think it sets up for number three, Bouncer, who's been working okay and is uh, freshly gelded, gets LASIK, so... Number three bouncer for Jose Ortiz and Mark Cassie to close the pick five. All right. We hope this horse bounces out the rest and gets the win in the fifth race. The three-horse bouncer, number three in the fifth. So we got bookends, bookend singletons from Tommy Masses in the early pick and five. And a middle race. And a middle race from John. And a middle race from John. Right. So we got three singletons in the sequence of the early pick five. Your five-horse in the first. Jonathan's four-horse in the third. And you're a three horse in the fifth, and uh, you guys get home, and it should be uh, pretty easy to hit the uh, pick five thereafter because you can do all all on the other two and still have a doable ticket. That's for sure. Tommy, we'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Good luck, everyone. All right, you got it, my man. Okay, so we still have uh, John Lendo to come and Rich Ang. Now I got to tell you, we are not a sports show per se. Of course, we cover sports because we're here in Las Vegas. I don't think there's a handicapper in America anywhere that publicly has the public winning record in the NCAA tournament as our Rich Ang. And he's going to be back with us right after this. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on race day, Las Vegas, and uh, we're going to go out now to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Don't you wish the college basketball season would go on and on and on and on? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the, the NIT semifinals last night yeah. uh, here at the Orleans. Yeah. And, uh, they'll yeah. have the championship game on Thursday, and then we get to the final four on the Saturday, and then the championship game on Monday, and then that's it. That's well, now. Uh, you know, there the, everybody's got uh, around the country. We all heard about all the brackets picks, and we heard about all the professional handicappers doing their picks over the NCAA tournament. But I would venture to say uh, that uh, y- 
in public forums, making public picks on the air for folks. I don't think there's a person out there that has a better record than you did. You had a hell of a run. You gave us 19 games so far over the tournament from the first uh, round to uh, Sunday. And you had, out of those 19, 14 victories, correct? 14 point spread winners, five losses. Yeah, yeah the, it's, it's been a good run, really yes, good run. It sure has. All right, now I'm not going to ask you right now. Uh, I'll just uh, we'll just go on to the uh, particulars. But on uh, Saturday, uh, you've got Florida Atlantic facing San Diego State. By the way, folks, no number one seeds, no t- number two seeds, and no number three seeds have made this Final Four, which makes this a fun Final Four and championship. Florida Atlantic will meet San Diego State. And that'll be uh, at 3.09 p.m. on Saturday on CBS Pacific Time. And then later on in the day on CBS as well, Pacific Time at 5.49, they'll tip off Miami, Florida against Connecticut. First blush impression. Well, my first impression on uh, Florida Atlantic and San Diego is this will be San Diego State's toughest game. And the reason being is that Florida Atlantic Mm -hmm. in their Conference USA plays a team that has an identical style. In fact, they played last night on television over at the Orleans. That's North Texas State. North Texas State has the slowest pace of any college basketball team, and San Diego State's like just a couple of ticks uh, higher than them. But uh, North Texas State likes to play games in the 50s, even the 40s, Ralph. Mm -hmm. Florida Atlantic played them twice, and they beat them twice by really low scores. So uh, it's going to be a tough matchup because Florida Atlantic does have some experience playing at that really slow defensive pace. Now, the opening line, I don't know what it is now, but San Diego State opened up a two-point favorite and the over-under total of the game, 132 points. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I, I tell you what, my, my first impression is to play the under because if this game ends up in the 50s, well, you got a lot of cushion. Yeah. But uh, that, that's my first impression would be to play the under in that game. All right. The second game is Miami, Florida facing Connecticut. Connecticut has all the experience and all the, uh, let's say, resume for the uh, tournament, that's for sure. And they were the one team that really started gelling at the right time when you got close and into the tournament as well. They opened up a five-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under total there, 149. A quick thought. Connecticut looks like the cream of the crop of these last four, Ralph. I mean, what they did to Gonzaga, you know, I know Timmy got in foul trouble, but it was because UConn got him into foul trouble that that, uh, they were able to blow out Gonzaga. Uh, Miami's comeback win on Sunday was almost miraculous, Ralph, for the fact that when they came back down from like uh, 13-point deficit – no three-pointers. They just grinded it out two points by two points by two points, and they played great defense. It was just an incredible comeback against Texas, who uh, uh, kind of went ice cold the last part yeah. of the game. So uh, I think the line's like five, five and a half around town. But uh, UConn looks like the cream of the crop. All righty. Well, we'll get your opines uh, on uh, both the uh, the wind-up in the tournament Final Four and championship game as well as your handicapping for Santa Anita. And uh, we will let you go and uh, do your handicapping or whatever. But, uh, Richie, yeoman's job as far as public handicapping on the air. Yeoman's job. We thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I hope uh, the listeners had a chance to catch some tickets, Ralph. That's what it's all about. We're here to, we're here to help. Yeah, and we're, we, we hopefully will continue to cash some tickets. That's for sure. Thanks a lot, Richie. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to get uh, John Lendell, maybe even Jerry Jackwoods. Who knows? Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. 
lottery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas, and uh, we're going to go now to John Leto, take a quick look at Weekend Outlook. But more importantly than that, John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Doing fine, my man. Is now a new uh, level, a new group of laws and regulations that Heisa's put in place for horsemen now? Right. Heisa, the, the, the uh, rules across the nation went into effect on Monday. They mm-hmm. were approved early on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So those rules are now in effect. If, you, if you're betting Southern California, you're not going to see too many changes because the, the, as strict as the rules have been in, in Southern California, they're pretty similar to what the HESA rules have been. Um, but, you know, you, we're going to see different things come into play once in a while. And the, the biggest problem we had on Monday, I guess the, the, the San Nina sent out a, a text to the horsemen that, you know, after the races where the horses go back to the receiving barn to be yeah. tested after the races and, and claim horses are, are exchanged at the receiving barn. So the, we got a, a text from Santa Anita saying, okay, you, you, you can't just bring one groom with your horse now. You have to bring two people because uh, when, you, when you have to bathe your horse and cool them out in the receiving barn after the race for whatever reason, uh, the representatives in the receiving barn are now only allowed to hold the shank. They can't help you bathe and, and, and walk, you know, do, do what you need to do to take care of the horse. They can only hold the shank there. So now they're, you know, it's doubled the cost for the horseman to bring a second person in to help you with that. And, oh. and, and not only that, they have to register all these people as they go into the receiving barn. So oh, the horses yeah. were backed up trying to get in there that had to be there. It was like the 210 freeway there during rush hours. So, uh, you know, that, that's one of the fallout things that we're going to see. And we're going to see a different, a bunch of different things as they get all these protocols into place. But um, as far as the rules, medication rules and those type of things, no real changes for Southern California. All right. Now, something happened on Monday, though, at the track, right? Well, that was it. It was just you saw these horses kind of backed up waiting to get into the receiving barn after races. They couldn't just walk in, and and the horsemen weren't aware. Well, what do you mean I have to send a second guy over there? Usually the the guys that are in the receiving barn help us out and, and, uh, you know, get, get the work done. We have to take care of the horses. So, again, that's an added cost for the horsemen that will be passed on to the owners, which will drive the daily fees up, mm-hmm. and the purses aren't going up anywhere. So, uh, you know, it, it's part of the fallout of what's happening. Well, if you had some industrious uh, hot walkers, uh, they could have hung around and made some instant cash over there on Monday, that's for sure. And I, a $93 winner in a short field goes gate to wire there that really helped out with the payoffs. Otherwise, they would have been anemic again. Yeah, the field sizes have been small, and a lot of that is because the track has been closed so much in the morning. Yeah. People can't get the workouts and the galloping in. They need to have a fit horse to race. And so, you know, uh, the last couple of weekends we've seen short field sizes. We'll see what happens. We'll enter today for Saturday where the Santa Anita Oaks will be the big race, uh-huh. and we have the other big races around the country. But hopefully these field sizes will start expanding uh, we're expecting some rain again today. There's going to be a little light rain today, and then oh my. it should be clear in the afternoon and a little bit more of rain tonight, and we'll see how that affects Friday's card. If I get any updates on that, I'll let you know. Thank you very much, uh, John. We will talk to you tomorrow. You'll have a sheet for tomorrow at Gulfstream, right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. all ready to go, and I'll do uh, not only Santa Anita Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll do Gulfstream's Florida Derby card on Saturday as well. Oh, fantastic. Folks at uh, South Point, especially the players there, really like that, that's for sure. And uh, Santa Anita Oaks is this weekend, but the Santa Anita Derby is on the 8th of April. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Good luck. All right. Now we're going to wrap it up with Jerry J. Jerry, uh, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. All right, now so, you you've uh, you gave us a nice reverse winner on uh, Sunday. I just wanted to point that out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We we've been going along okay, and congratulations to Richie. He's yeah. a terrific guy and a terrific handicapper. Right, go ahead. So, 
So, you know, we, we talked about Stop It about two weeks ago. <laughs> and I got an email here or there, and they wanted to know about using the favorite in pick threes and, um, you know, and, and, and maybe any horizontals. Uh-huh. I don't really like to use the favorite too much in anything, but there is one condition where I really like to use a, a favorite in the middle of a pick three. Mm-hmm. I guess you could use it in any portion of a pick three. Okay. Um, and that's when you have two races that are fully subscribed, you know, 10 horses or more, mm-hmm. and you don't like the favorites in either one. Then it, it's okay if you like the favorite or the second choice. If it's a horse that you actually like, I mean, handicapping wise, oh, I really want to bet this horse. Uh-huh. But you don't really want to bet him so much straight money because he's the favorite. You know, uh, he could be. That could be a really good place to use a, um, a a favorite you like that you like the handicapping on between two fully subscribed races you have a really good chance of getting a couple of prices home on either side of it, on both sides of it. And that makes a lot of sense. To All me. right. So in other words, if you don't like the favorites on either side of it, you take your favorite, you'll take that free bingo square and then uh, do the other two sides and maybe expand a little so you can make it pay off. Right. Okay. Right. That's it. But I, I want to emphasize, you really need to have handicapped that favorite and say, geez, I really like this horse. Yeah. He is the favorite, but I really like the horse. You can't kind of- just... Can't just do it because he is the favorite. You got to kind of like him as a handicapper. Right after you've done your handicap and say I can't get around this horse, it almost becomes a free bingo square in your handicapping uh, right. mind, and so use it to your advantage, and so you can operate on either side of that and make something happen. Like a ninety-three dollar horse uh, the other day, if you like the favorite on either side of that right. race, that made made a lot of sense, didn't it? It, it all of a sudden you were a genius. <laughs> yeah. The all button always makes you a genius, my man. Right, but I mean, there is a really good time for using the all button. There's uh-huh. all sorts of stories about chaos races, races that break up, races that fall apart. They're handicappable. So, I mean, you know, not there. You, you kind of say, oh, this feels like that kind of a race to me. And um, you get lucky, and lucky is good. Lucky is always good, and we're going to try to stay lucky, that's for sure. Right. As we wrap up this Wednesday show, reminding everybody, we'll be back tomorrow morning at our weekday start time of 7 a.m. Pacific time. God willing, and the crick don't rise. In the meantime, Jerry has one more thing to tell you. Have a great race day, everybody. 